Ragbag presents I Like the Sound, a celebration of the sound of things. I like the sound. I like the sound. I like the sound. That's a beautiful sound. That's a really beautiful sound. A celebration of the sound of things. That's a beautiful sound. That's a really beautiful sound. This week's episode is called The Rhythm of Things. I've spoken to a number of musicians on this subject. Chris Christodoulou, Neo Geo, John Bartman, David Evar from Herman Dune, Georgia Train and Colour. I'm not a musician myself, I'm a music fan and that makes me very interested in how musicians work. Also, through doing this podcast and thinking about different aspects of sound, I've started to wonder, do musicians experience sound in a different way to me? How does a musician experience rhythm? Not just the rhythm of music, but the rhythm of things. Let's get stuck straight into this. Here's Chris Christodoulou. I have an obsession with rhythm. I I find it like literally everywhere. It's really an obsession with, of mine. It's kind of, uh, I, at some point I want it to stop and it doesn't. It's just my brain, my brain won't f- stop finding rhythmic patterns on, uh, to things. It's also because, I mean, this reflects really my musicianship, so to speak, that I'm, I'm very rhythm oriented when I write. And it's also kind of, it's just, I, I, sometimes I wonder if it's, it's because at some point in my life I got fascinated with rhythm like when while I was studying music or is it because this fascination was kind of built in and I just expanded it just you know I just applied it to my music or something but yeah I do I do find rhythm everywhere and I usually what happens is when I'm running for example I'm st- I'm starting to run I will try to there there are two cases like Either I will lock into the rhythm of a, a music that I'm listening to or I will try to run in a way that fits into the music and if it's, you know, if the piece is like too slow, the beat is too slow or too fast, I'll try to run in a way that no matter how complicated it gets, kind of makes a rhythmical sense. So, you know, I'll try like quintuplets or septuplets or, or triplets to just fit or say, okay, it's just it's just a little off. So I'll when this when the beat has run two bars and it's like eight beats, I'll have run nine steps and I'll keep keep at it and see uh, how exact can I be with that and and you know just stick with it as long as I can. Uh, and and this is something that it's kind of really goes on with a lot of stuff in my life. You know if if I. Heavy machinery starts uh, like playing. I will ju- immediately like start to do, 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 and, I'll, and then I, the thing is that I'm not satisfied with the rhythm itself. I'll also try to build on it. So you know, it's uh, I usually try to find like a, a polyrhythmic pattern that goes on top of of rhythmic sounds. So this is what what will happen. Or you know, I'll hear a, a bell toll and immediately I'll start counting. Inside, like a dung, and when the second bell dung, I'll start like doing quintuplets in my head or something, just uh, 
Uh, I mentioned quintuplets twice because it's just something that is is a very fascinating uh, subdivision to me, and I I always because everybody can do like ta 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 like fours ta 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 or even triplets ta 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 ta. But I, what I try to do is like fit weird patterns into things. So in that sense, I can and that helps me because I can also find rhythm in things that are not immediately rhythmic. I can, you know, see, okay, this is, there's like a bird humming. So is it humming in, in seven, eight, and it's like, you know, I'm trying to see, okay, it's not exactly like a rhythmic thing, but what, how can I turn it into a beat or something? You know, uh, what's, what's the actual pattern behind it that makes mathematical sense and it's, uh, and you can have proper subdivision behind it and still keep that kind of rhythm, you know. And then I, I, I do it when I walk, I try to walk like in a rhythmic, I, I try to keep a pace, things like that. Sometimes I, I listen to my refrigerator doing like a, I don't know, sometimes it's just doing a noise or something. Like not just a hum that they have, but like a do do do. they start to, Something happens. Maybe the temperature uh, rises, and they need to work harder to to keep everything as as cold as they should, or whatever. I don't know, but you know, it starts doing noises and stuff, and I'm kind of uh, fascinated by it. Sometimes I'll, I'll even type, try to type rhythmically. You know, uh, for example, not not for like if I'm writing a, a long passage or like a post or an article or whatever, but. Uh, if I have to type in a code, for example, you know, you get a, a two-step verification and you get six numbers. So I'm trying to see, okay, can I read the numbers and type them in, in tempo? So I don't have to put like, you know, six, W, Y, seven, G, H, or, you know, and keep the tempo and looking, typing, looking, typing and keep the tempo, not don't slow down, don't lose the, the, the beat, you know, things like that. So it's kind of, it's really an obsession of mine to like keep Keep the tempo, find a beat in everything. Here's Neo Geo. I almost classify it as a sheer illness. Um, it's sort of constant, 24-7. I can never ever turn it off. Everything becomes a rhythm in my life. And it's almost something <laughs> I kind of struggle with not doing um, because it's not necessarily in a song context. It's just rhythm here, a uh, 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 you're, the plate you put on the table, when you turn on the tap of the water, when you walk outside, when you hear a car door locking or opening, when you're packing a suitcase, when you're putting on your headphones in one ear, in the other ear, and it all sort of becomes a rhythm. And it's very, very captivating, I think. And it's also a big inspiration, I think, because especially walking in an industrial environment where there's lots of machines and trains and buses and clacking of instruments... It's hard not to notice certain patterns. Here's John Bartman. I'm frequently looking, well, I'm not looking, but when, for example, I'm washing the dishes or something, I might get like a couple of cups, like, you know, clanking together and then a, the sound of a bowl hit, hitting and they're two different pitches. Uh, and that kind of stuff really assaults me, like, uh, because I'm, I work with music all day, every day, so I can't really tune these things out anymore, which I think is a great privilege, you know. And then if you wanted to generate these types of things on your own, I'm, I'm specifically like a big fan of polyrhythms. I mean, I don't 
write a lot of it because most of the music I make is like very uh, kind of it's aimed more commercial and that's like too complex you know but when I get a chance to write my own stuff I'm, I'm, I'm always toying around with the idea of um, I'm not sure if I can demonstrate this or not but like you've got like a four going in this hand and then you got a three going in the other hand mm. it's called a polyrhythm so it's a four over three so the one in the same time interval one does four clicks and one does three and that's that's one way to like like that's that's a complex rhythm i suppose that's like getting into complex territory and uh yeah i mean i i've I see and feel and hear these types of things all the time. Yeah, absolutely. And then there's the rhythms that you're subjected to that you that you don't necessarily want to be. Like, for example, the um, the sound of a car engine or a truck engine. I mean, there's beauty in all of these things, but like, there's a lot of stuff, a lot of me mechanical rhythms going on that you uh, would rather filter out if you have a choice. Here's David Eva from Herman Dune. I can tell when a train is doing, you know, is going in a three-four or four-four sort of rhythm. You know, that's the kind of things that a musician does. You hear, um, you know, the crane um, loading the cargo ship. You know, and you you find if he's playing a waltz or a march. You know, and um, yeah, yeah, musicians do that a lot. But we all do this, except like musicians have the words for it and know uh, know what it's called, and you know. And have a trained ear you can train your ear i remember the first time so when i was a kid that i need to remember that sometimes to speak about music with people who don't know music you know when i was a kid i remember specifically the first day when i could differentiate um, the bass from the other instruments listening to a record you know and so I remember what it is to hear just like a sort of whole uh, thing, like a blob. Uh, and I remember the first day that I, well, that's what the bass is playing. It was a song um, by the band U2. I remember hearing the bass and the different notes of the bass and the rhythm of the bass. And uh, so I'll always remember that before that, to me, it was just like one song, one sound and I could have feelings for it, but then you can't go back. The first time you hear a rhythm, a rhythm pattern or uh, you know, a specific sound within the sound, you can't go back. You can't really unknow these things that just like obsess you. Sometimes it's even better not to know them, some of them, because then you get you know, obsessed with that. Like, you know, it's like if you love Bob Dylan, but you never learned about rhyming, you know, you don't know what it is and you just love the song. And the, so the day someone tells you about rhyming, you can never listen to it the same way because you're going to be like, oh, that's what he's doing. You know, <laughs> he's doing like a BBAAC uh, or whatever. I like to annoy people sometimes by telling them that I've never, because I've, I've been a fiction writer for a kind of since I was a little child, you know, I've, I've been doing it the whole time. I've been studying kind of the, the craft of it and everything like that. And sometimes people are surprised when I tell them that I've never, I just don't emotionally react to fiction in the same way that they do. Like I've never cried at a film, for example. 
um, because I, I I can just see what they're doing, <laughs> you know. Right, because um, you know the ropes. It's like you know. Yeah. yeah. Like well, I, yeah, I see. I see what you're doing there, but um, you know, I, I, everyone's everyone's weeping around me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's it's not because I'm a mo- I'm, I'm kind of like I've got a heart of stone or something. I just understand that they're employing a certain technique to, to get people to react in that way. Yeah, well, the thing with songs is that they still work on people who know what's going on. You know. So oh yeah, I mean, I've, I've I've cried at songs definitely. I mean, you know, but that that. There's something different about music, I think. That you just have that emotional reaction. But uh, but as you said, you know, the more ropes you know, the harder it is to get in. Or just like it's, it gets in the way in a way. Like you're trying to explain something, you know. Like someone will tell you that Tangled Up in Blue is the best song ever because, you know, the way he lands on that blue with different things at each verse, you know, and how... But uh, someone who doesn't know about these techniques, they, they, they wouldn't care. They think it's the best song ever because he's talking about his divorce, you know, or, you know, so there's like all these different reasons. It's like actors, they go to the movies and they're not watching what, you, what you're watching, you know, they're just watching like, oh, we probably used that, that method to get to, to cry or, you know, or all that stuff. Here's Georgia Train. I notice myself walking to a rhythm. If there's a rhythm happening some somehow, um, you know, uh, like you say, it can be anything. It can be rainfall or it can be um, just some music playing in the background of a shop. Uh, and, and if that's the case, then I, I'll, I'll quicken my pace or slow my pace down definitely to fit the rhythm. So I guess I notice it in that sense do I would I notice it if I just heard something yeah I I think I would um this isn't a rhythm one but this is it reminds me my fiance has a uh, a car with roof racks on it and when you're uh, driving at certain speeds it plays a perfect fifth so it's like singing Amazing Grace every time we go around a corner um the the wind going through the roof racks kind of causes this uh, this perfect fifth oh no it's perfect fourth yeah that's that's some that's the sort of thing that I would notice that a non-musician wouldn't notice I think I'm more a melody melody person uh, but rhythms I think rhythms dictate my actions here's color Usually it's just the repeats in my head and then I hear it and I want to like play it back or like imitate it. That's usually my first like almost childlike response of just like, oh, that's cool. Like, let me make, let me try and make that same noise. Or if it's a particular way someone's or like an oration rhythm of like an oration, those are really interesting too. I'm, I'm sure you've seen those videos on YouTube where those people are able to come up with these beautiful melodies under crazy viral youtube videos the latest the latest one i saw was someone playing the piano under some insurrection a woman at the, who's part of the insurrection in the capital recently and she was someone was like what happened to you and she's just like i got tear gas and she's just like crying all, <laughs> and this guy had come with this perfect melody and rhythm under under it of with the piano and made you know and was able to 
dissect and replicate the rhythm and the pitch in which she was speaking and come up with the chord, some fundamental chords to put under it. And there's people who did on the guitar and all that stuff. And I've seen that. And that's, that's the first thing that makes me think of when I hear rhythm or pitch in the way that people are talking. I don't know I when I hear something that some it's it's hard sometimes I don't always think about it when people are talking because I'll have to try to understand what they're saying usually but when I if I can I can tune my cognition into thinking about that specifically especially when someone's like singing or speaking more melodically or more definitively with a certain rhythm or meter but you hear it you hear it in everyday even just me right now like i mean i'm i don't speak super um monotone or non-monotone but you can he- you can hear the certain inflections and rhythms and different pitches we all speak like that slightly different rhythms and pitches and stuff and i think it all it all relates to each other but that's a more subconscious thing i would imagine i don't i don't when it comes to everyday speech and stuff someone says something that's a little more earwormy of a, like a a, a sentence or a statement or something, I might re, you know, hear it in my head again, but unless it's recorded, it's hard for me to like hold on to that for an extended period of time. You know what I mean? Usually I it just kind of, if it's, if it's not uh, so potent of a statement or a rhythm that I'm going to hear it again over and over and over. Usually, usually uh, like if it's recorded, I could study it more and, and, and do it. But, but, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't think it's like an explicit thing that I seek out um, with it personally, but I know like the whole John Cage style of postmodern music and stuff would say would find rhythm and melody in, and believes that sound that music particularly is basically the definition of music extends to almost all of sound and human noise making for sound making you know that they'd consider that music but some people don't consider that i I don't it's not my place to say what's music or not i think personally i think it's true what you're saying about the the musicality of speech because it's not that far away from like what we're doing now isn't that far away from singing but a hip-hop beat behind what i'm saying right now and it sounds like i'm it sounds like i'm rapping even when i'm not it because you've got the beat behind it. And um, there's a certain kind of rhythm. To, I'm putting emphasis on certain words. And there's a certain beat behind each of the things that I'm saying. And there's a certain beat behind each of the things that I'm saying. Sound and human noise making. I think rhythms dictate my actions sound and human noise making and there's a certain beat behind each of the things that I'm saying I remember hearing the bass and the different notes of the bass and the rhythm of the bass I remember hearing the bass and the different notes of the bass and the rhythm of the bass I remember hearing the bass the different notes of the bass and the rhythm of the bass. My brain won't 
stop finding rhythmic patterns. brain won't stop finding rhythmic patterns. Sound and human noise making. I remember hearing the bass and the different notes of the bass and the rhythm of the bass. I remember hearing the bass and the different notes of the bass and the rhythm of the bass. I remember hearing the bass and the different notes of the bass and the rhythm of the bass. I Like the Sound was written, presented and produced by myself, Frank Burton. Many thanks to this week's contributors, Chris Christodoulou, Neo Geo, John Bartman, David Evar from Herman Dune, Georgia Train and Colour. If you haven't encountered these musicians yet, let me assure you there is so much amazing talent in this week's episode. It is staggering. Links to all of their music is in the show notes. Also, the musical outro, which you just heard, that was by Byrocratic. There's a link to his Spotify in the show notes. Great musician also. Now, Chris's latest project is a podcast called Gospels of the Flood, which he's done the music and sound design for. It's an apocalyptic audio drama written and directed by Jonas Kyrates. I do hope I've pronounced that correctly. You will like the sound of it. Let me say that. My website is frankburton.co.uk. My new novel, Getting Away With It, is out now and it's brilliant. The audiobook version is on Bandcamp, currently set to name your price. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Ragbag Presents. Please do share this show around. Give us a rating and review. Get in touch. Let us know what you like the sound of. I will see you soon. <laughs>